Hey, Courting Cuties, Luis here. Before we get started, a quick word on this week's episode. This is a part one out of a two-part discussion, so next week, we'll release a second part. Also, a quick note about the audio. I apologize in advance for how low the audio sounds on my end. I don't know what happened with Zoom, but here we are. So, as always, thank you so much for the support and for listening. Keep it cute and court with confidence. Now, on to this week's episode. You're listening to Courting in Color with your hosts, Chatrice and Louise. Welcome back, Courting Cuties, to another episode of Courting in Color. I'm Chatrice. Hey, y'all. I'm Louise. Yes. Louise, tell me in the cuties, what have you been up to since we last recorded, since we had our celebrity debut episode? (laughs) So speaking of celebrity, I was recognized at Goodwill, not like a ceremony, but just someone saw me walking through Goodwill and they were like, is that go eat Greensboro, Greensboro eat? I was like, and I didn't know what they were talking about. And I just like turned around and I was, they're like, Hey, it's, and they said their username and I was like, oh, it's nice to meet you. And I had a little bit of a conversation and honestly, I didn't know what else to say. Like, I was like, do you want a selfie? <laughs> do you want- Bitch, did uh, you ask them if they wanted a no, selfie? No, 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 I just, I just didn't know. I was like, hi. Cause if it, it, it was like Ooh. a celebrity, I was like, well, what do, what do you want me to say? Like, thank you for the support. I didn't know how to have a conversation. Thank you for the yeah. support. Thank that's you support. Yes, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I did, I did well, say okay. that. Well, okay. They gave you their username as if you were supposed to know them as well. Which yeah. I did. Were they Which another I did. blogger? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. another okay. blogger that I know and that I follow. And okay. we like, you know, commented on each other's posts and stuff like that. So, yes. Yeah, it's really nice. You can do, did you advertise your like upcoming lives and events? <laughs> no, I should have. Well, should and it, check us out. It was like one of those things where, like, again, I didn't expect that. So I sure. just was like, I especially when I walk, I sometimes can have like resting, uh, resting bitch face. So I'm like, oh God, you probably thought I was like really mean. And anyway, so, but honestly, the common theme of Saturday, this past Saturday was, I think during the pandemic, I lost all my social skills with interacting with people <laughs> I didn't know. So okay, I'm like, hence that story. <laughs> yeah, hence that story. And there's been just other, uh, several instances in the last week where I'm like, how to talk to people again and learning that is is a thing. That's real. It's so, who was I? It was probably you. I was like, who was I talking to about this? I'm like, so now like, okay, we got to talk to people again. People mm-hmm. we don't know again. Like we spent the last 15, 16 months only talking to people that we already knew. And right. I was very comforted by that. I saved my energy for my bubble still. I think that was Aww. a good takeaway from the, the pandemic. Uh, pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> it's like just... Put your energy where your energy needs to be put. Um, well, good for you for being the celebrity that you are. That's really exciting. You also had another live, which I wasn't able to make um, yes. this past, what, a couple of days ago? A couple of days ago. So last week for when this episode is released. But yeah, so I've had two lives over my food Insta. The first one yes, was- Yes, because it's your birthday. Yes. Yes. So I've been food blogging for a year. And the first event was called Diversify Your Feed. Um, and it was just inviting local food bloggers of color to just, oh, well, actually, no. So it was diverse, diverse food bloggers. So the, um, just representative along like race and sexual orientation and gender identity. Um, so that was really fun. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the most recent live was interviewing conversation with like a poet um, who uh, writes about food in their work that I read this past cool. summer. I think I read his micro chat book. Um, so yeah, just like invited him on. Um, it's, you know, we do this type of stuff full time for our jobs. And so to be able to do this mm-hmm. for pa- passion projects, I'm like, how can I get paid to do? Yes, I'm like, look at you using your transferable skills. Right, I was like, how do I, which food company needs an event planner? That's what I want to know. Well, that and homegirl that you had on the Diversify Your Feed, you said she's um, 
what food and wine magazine she's like a mm-hmm. contributor a writer uh social market or social marketing social media manager something like that she yeah. gets paid by food and wine <laughs> was that i know I heard, so I yes. like, that's so cool like that really is so cool to like see the people behind these like big names and big companies and you let me know I'm just gonna give her a shout out well I'm gonna give okay keep it a shout out because the chief marketing officer now follows our pod Demona Hoffman of course also follows our pod so you know we just we're spreading our love and our content and our legs this summer okay (laughs) we want to spread it all and if y'all want to pay us Maybe for everything except for the legs. Then yes, let (laughs) us know. Well, good for you. I'm excited about all of the creative um, adventures, creative and culinary adventures that await you. I look while you were saying all that. I was like, well, shoot, what have I been up to this last week? Nothing. (laughs) No, you've done a lot with the house, haven't you? I put this table together that I'm sitting at. Mm. Well, that was maybe right before last week's, but um, nothing. Okay, nothing like super, super major, except for I was really excited. I finally purchased cabinet handle pulls. And that is such like a very, very small, specific thing in the house. But the way I was agonizing over like which cabinet handles to put on Mm. my navy blue, like um, bottom cabinets or lower cabinets, it was like a whole thing. So I reached out, of course, to the interior designer with like all my list of questions. And I was like, you know what? Because I mean, you know, for me, I'm like, when I ask one question, it might be like three questions in there. And so she was kind of getting that stuff. But I was like, okay, I think this is what I really needed from an interior designer. I I needed them to be the therapist of design. Because I was like, oh, I can kind of figure some of this stuff out. Like I, I just need like, to, I need someone to put me in the right direction, direction and then also just listen to me like moan and groan about all the decisions I have to make. So I was like, okay, I guess that's what I paid you for to like listen to me, but also provide your professional take. Even though, cause I was like, well, in true me form, I didn't necessarily take all the advice, <laughs> but I was like, I appreciated that you used your time to give it to me. And most <laughs> importantly, <laughs> and most importantly that you just listened to what I had to yes. say. So Money well spent, I'll say. I, I was like, I truly am not about to pay you for anything else, though, because honey, no. Um, but so there's that. Like, there's just, like, little stuff with the house that's, like, finally um, arriving and things like that. Like, I was talking to the crew the other day about this design I wanted to do on the living room wall, a.k.a. I'm like, I want y'all to put this up. So, mm-hmm. And he, and I showed him everything, and he seemed, like, very confident that it could be done. So I was like, yay! Um, so I'm just trying to see if I can get as much stuff done by my actual birthday and then perhaps maybe by the celebration that we'll have. But yeah, and I might have a date set up for this weekend. I feel like I say that every so often and sometimes it doesn't end up happening, but sometimes it does. Um, yeah. But I, I'm gonna, I'm going to um, try to commit to going on this date because... It is with, I believe, a white <gasps> man. <laughs> oh my God. According Cuties exclusive. Okay. Like y'all literally heard it here first. I have never. I've Your never conversation with Demona. With Your conversation with Demona really changed you. Look, I was like, look at Demona trying to encourage me to date race open. And I guess I just said, shoot, I'll try it. I'll just do it. I'll dive in. In Well, I was going to say, did you move from the messaging to the, the, what's it called? The phone call in a week, like Demona suggested? So I definitely think at this rate, I've probably been taking almost a week (laughs) to get back. Sure, 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 sure. So I've been slacking on like the, the, the pace of it, but... I, whenever I did respond and whenever, you know, we did say something, it was like enough to be like, okay, like, what are you looking for? Where are you from? Right. Um, and we were both like, yeah, we're looking for a long-term relationship. So, and then he's like, oh, like, would you like to meet for lunch or do a video chat? And I know Jabona's oh. always like, start with a video chat or a phone yeah. call, but I'm always like, fuck it. Let's meet in person. <laughs> Let's skip a couple steps. We'll see if I should probably listen more to her advice. Um, well, and I took yeah. the same, I took same day date as like you start messaging and you go on the date the same day. I feel like it's okay to skip the video call, phone call. 
part. Yeah. Well, right, right. Because I, I get though, I definitely understand why she suggests to do a video or a phone call first. Because there was this one guy that I matched with way back when. He, oh man, the voice was awful. And I was like, I'm just not into it. Like your pictures look great. Right. Probably because I'm also learning that I like really do tend to swipe on people that I'm actually not attracted to. So that's probably something I need to like oh. figure out because I'm like, I, I want to date someone that I'm like genuinely attracted to. Mm-hmm. And when I look back at the last couple of guys I've dated, I'm like, oh, like mm-hmm. you know, like they were fine, obviously, like enough to date but I I was like I think they'll just get cuter with time (laughs) bye ugly (laughs) it'll just like go away and it did but anyway so yeah so you know hey looks don't stay with age either so you exactly exactly and I do believe even though I don't necessarily identify as a demisexual I do believe like just getting to know people and like really yeah. understanding who they are does or can increase or decrease the attraction. So I just, you know, be leaning on the, hopefully it'll increase side, even though someone once told me they're like, but you know, it could just get worse. I was like, Oh God. I mean, true. <laughs> I was like, and that's what usually happens. I just never plan for that shit. <laughs> him. Yes. So that's what I've been up to um this past week not too much but I guess when I say it all out loud it's kind of a lot but anyway so (laughs) so what has been your little me moment your little selfish moment a little um Louise fans only moment this week (laughs) I don't think I have had one Mm. yeah this week has been tough so I definitely like literally not even like an hour ago I was like I've never felt the need to cancel on recording, but I just might this week. <laughs> so this week has just been, it's been difficult, I think, to find the me moment. I, I don't, the way that I'll talk about it so it's not so saddies is like, I've been feeling really difficult feeling grounded ever since I think we've been back from Philadelphia because I've just oh, been all over. You know, like okay. I've just been like all over, right? Like I haven't, like I haven't really updated my food blog. Like I've been yeah. in a, I've been like mentally ungrounded, if that makes sense, where I'm like, I just haven't been able to like really hone in um, on stuff. And what do you think you need to do to get there? Like, what haven't you done post Philly that you usually would have done pre Philly to be grounded? So I think part of, so I think part of it is a couple of things. I think one is right now, um, like I haven't been able to get back to the gym, you know, like feeling that sense of accomplishment, right? Mm-hmm. I really, I think mm-hmm. I'm realizing that going to the gym, even if it's like 30 minutes or an hour, like I just feel accomplished. Like I mm-hmm. did something, right? And I think that just helps carry me throughout my day. But like now the only thing sometimes I can do is like get up, not only, but like get up, shower, go to work, like have breakfast, have dinner, like, mm-hmm. which, is, which is enough, right? Like, but I, I don't feel the sense of accomplishment Right now, it's been it's been hard to feel like proud yeah. of something, and even the lies and like all that stuff. I'm like, I was like, you've still been doing a lot. Yeah. I'm like, you weren't posting, but you were hosting, honey. You were doing yes, all the not things. Posting, not ho- yes. yes. So I think, I but think, I get it. Yeah, I think once I like get my my, I definitely I don't get like really sad during. I think I've told this to you before. I don't get sad during the winter. I tend to get sad during the summer. So but I have, have like, said that before. Yeah, I think I yeah yeah. So I'm like, oh, I think summer, usually summers have had like historically just like not good things for one reason mm-hmm. or another, like in my life. Uh, it's been also a lot of the time I've transitioned, right? There's been years where, yeah, you know, there's been every couple of years yeah. a transition here or, you know, like something has just happened. So I think for whatever reason, I get like little saddies in the summer, mm. but don't worry. I won't, I won't do my sad voice. <laughs> Hi, courting cuties. <laughs> No, that sounds a little sultry. You know what? I love it. Like your sadness was going towards sex. I'm trying to think. What is this? What does my sad voice sound like? Um, go back to that post. Hi, I can't do sad. You did. No, yeah. I can't do. I can't do it. It was like a hello. I know. I feel like I need to go deeper. Like, hi, Courtney Cutie. No, it just sounds sultry. 
Let me try. Hold on, let me try. Hi, Queen Cuties. I'm not doing so well. But it sounds deep. It's like, that's not, that's sultry. <laughs> yeah. It like sounds like deep, I'm like. You're deep in thought and reflection. And yeah. so your voice just drops, you know, a couple of octaves. I yeah. think, you know, you could be both a phone sex operator and a sad content creator if you want <laughs> Yes. But no, I like, I totally hear you. And I 100% understand what you're saying because well, one, yes, in the winter, I'm just depressed. Like that just seasonally, I'm like, don't nobody talk to me. Like I just want to get a bed. But I also was thinking about this. Was it, was it yesterday? Because, um, so I, I have, I'm like, I'm so weird about like, considering or even identifying as an active person like physically mm-hmm. like I'm like yeah like I'm active in life socially but like physically active I'm always I'm always just like that's not something I d- identify with but of course like pre-pandemic it really was something like yeah that was very like a consistent part of my like life routine or whatever and I was taught the last time I talked to my nutritionist which was like a while ago because I was like girl I don't even have a kitchen so there's no point in this meeting like, <laughs> like I will save this for whenever I can actually like operate and have the fucking countertop but anyway um she was like you know it sounds like you just haven't moved your body in the way that you've wanted to like you mm. He was like, I can tell that like when you like consistently have movement, like, you know, you're thinking more positively and things like that. But when you don't, then you don't. Um, And before, before my house got completely like gutted, I was like doing stuff outside and, you know, I was like still having the physical movement. And I thought about that, like the other day, I was like, damn, like there's not, there are a couple of things that I can do, but like, it's not like, um smaller things it's like a big thing or like kind of nothing and then I was like oh yeah but Chatrice you've literally had this spin bike in your house for months months and I was like the reason and I was like totally fine with not using it before because I was like outside doing stuff like I was still getting the physical movement and the other day I was like shit like I really haven't been moving like I was like it was like the evening and I was like what do I do now and I didn't get on the spin bike but I did I thought about it I thought about it and then I did go to Lowe's and I walked around in Aldi oh and I walked around in Lowe's because I was looking for some stuff so I and the sun was out and I was like that always that's what I think I I need I might be um what is it vitamin D deficient or something because I'm like Mm -hmm, I just mm -hmm. needed the sun to hit me I was like I feel so much better and I literally was walking for like five minutes so I totally get it yeah now the sad news for me which is hardly sad is that my me moment, my Chatrice moment was supposed to be that I was going to go get a pedicure. But guess what I learned about myself this week? That I cannot walk up the stairs and brush my teeth at the same damn time because when I do, I trip and fall and crack my toenail. Oh, no. It was the day. It was the day I was supposed to get my pedicure. I'm like, la, la, la. I was literally, y'all can see Louisa's It's very very oblong um but I was like brushing my teeth whatever whatever and I was like oh let me actually while I'm brushing my teeth do something else that required me to go uh, you were multitasking <laughs> yes I was trying to multitask and just like all of those like um folks who've written all of those time management books you really can't multitask and that is what I no. learned this week and so my poor little toe um luckily my toenails grow pretty pretty quickly so I was like I think I, so I rescheduled my appointment but yeah and it was like, it was, it's just, I felt so stupid. <laughs> like, I like I mean, tripped and saved and tripped again. And that is what, like, <laughs> it was like, mm-hmm. like, I could not like catch, like, I couldn't like just get back to walking. Like, it was so unnecessarily dramatic. Like, it's just it's ridiculous. All that to say, I did two decades later buy a ped egg, and those things really do work. <laughs> Is that for your feet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cracklies? Yes. It was um, one of those as seen on TV things, like in the early aughts, Uh maybe even 90s. And I was always like, "Hmm, okay. And I saw one at Walmart. And I was like, oh, I'll do that. So at least my feet aren't crackly in this. Thank you, Walmart. Yes. Thank you, Walmart. Thank you, uh, creators of Ped Egg. um, Or the Pedicure Egg, I suppose, is what it stands for. But yeah, so anyway, that. I don't know. Somewhere in there was an email. Maybe I'm not really sure. But anyhow, let's keep it moving. 
and shout out for the culture. So there's a couple of things we have going on this week, which is always super exciting that, you know, our people, our culture, things are happening. We want to, you know, give people their roses. So our first little um, rose recipient is Miss <laughs> Dahlia Avant-Garde, who is Scripps first black female winner i'm assuming of the national spelling bee i think the first black winner period oh just the first black winner period girl kudos to you kudos k-u-d-o-s to you um i would i used it in a sentence so there you go we're so excited i did you ever do a spelling bee like no i don't even do they have them i thought they were they were a thing you only saw on tv but like there's no competitions well, see, here's the thing, though, right, like, when you, like, get up on a stage, that's the shit I've only seen on TV. We had, like, in our language arts class, maybe Miss Hill, was it first grade? I can't remember, or second, maybe. Hey, Miss Hill. Okay. <laughs> she literally looked like Mrs. Claus, like, 100%. Um, and she would just have us, like, line up and just spell words and then sit back down if we, you know, didn't spell Aww. it. And I feel like I was... <laughs> I was not ever the first person to sit down, but I was certainly not the last person. (laughs) Middle of the road average. Middle of the road average and speller. I'm blessed to have spell check. I'm surprised I don't need Grammarly, but like I I rely on them heavily. So shout out to you, Zalia. Cause she, cause, okay. So when you sent me this, I was a little confused. Cause I I was like, I thought, I thought her name was Maria. Cause that was the word that she was spelling. It was Maria. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> spell your name spell your name I was like I'm Maria and I was like oh wait no that's not her name and I don't know what that means I cannot use that in a sentence so yes good yeah. for her um you also sent me this video which some other folks sent me too um which is Juvenile's uh remix to back that thing up it is Vax that, that thing, thing yeah. up and I was like you know what how culturally appropriate how you know public servicey of him how you know with get the times coin. get that coin a resurgence is having you know having things get ready for the nine nine two thousand you know it's just we can never <laughs> get that prepared again you know like that no. just we were really trying to take over for y2k and i'm just glad to see that that song make a little another loop around the sun so yes and you just added um something about mj rodriguez mj rodriguez is officially the first emmy nominated trans actress for a lead role so laverne cox also is emmy nominated but it was under the minor role category the um supporting 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 uh category so mj rodriguez which is really really great um there's a but i don't know if you saw the full emmy nods but a lot of the shows that we watch like black lady sketch show got a nod um nice uh a couple of others so mj rodriguez posed did drag race um is it michaela cohen who is a british black actress michaela uh, cole michaela cole thank you mm-hmm. um for that series that i want to watch but i know is really like deep and I'm like let me let me take before I decide <laughs> I only got through the first three episodes before my free HBO trial was over so Aww. and that was before it got like I, I was like because truly I could not tell what that show was about based on the previews I was like I don't yeah. like, I was like it's Michaela Cole I loved her in bubblegum it was like cringy Love British like like it just I was like this is fun. And so I I just kind of thought it was going to be something more like that. It is not. No, it is very serious. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, I literally had to go back and rewatch and then read some stuff on it. I was like, oh, this is, okay, this is about something else. But it was it was still good. Um, and when I do my next HBO trial, I will go back and watch it. Thank you for reminding me of that. Actually. No problem. <laughs> I'm here to be your culturally relevant person. Thank um, you. Do we want to do a shout out for the cuties? I don't yes. know what we're calling Let's, this section. So, yes. you know, work with An us. An addendum us. here. Yes. <laughs> shout out for the cuties. Shout outs of the cuties for the cuties. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yes. So shout out for the cutie. Courting cutie shout out. CCS. That's what <laughs> we said. Like that. That's yes. what we said. Yes. Yeah. Courting cutie shout out. Yes. is Mitchell, a uh, friend of the pod who we met. Yeah. Oh, I've known Mitchell for like about a year and a half now, but you met him uh, when we were in Philly for Brian's birthday. And yeah. so I had hit him up. So yeah. this is uh, what Mitchell had to say. Hello, so my name is Mitchell. And recently Luis messaged me and 
asked me to respond to the question in terms of do I find breakfast to be a datey meal? Um, and for me, I feel like a date can be anything where you're getting to, you know, know another person and you're out doing something. And it could be anything, right? It could be hanging out at home, walking the park, etc. Um, but for me, I think any meal can be a date with someone. And more specifically, speaking for my other people um, that are morning people, uh, I prefer to go ahead and get things out of the way. And so I actually would like to have breakfast dates so I can go out, get that done, and continue on with my day or continue on to other things. I love Thank that you, like, Mitchell. look, I got to get that done. I got to take care of business. Yeah. So what do you, what do you, do. what do you, what do you think about that? Quick, quick, like responses. Um, so I appreciate, I, I, I see both, right? I see, like, I can see breakfast being the least daily meal just yeah. based on the formality that is added throughout the day. Right. Um, but then truly if like you're in a romantic daily vibe, then yeah. Like if you're going to pay for my waffles, then mm-hmm. sure. Like it's, let's call it a day, but also I'm not a morning person. So I would right. never voluntarily do a real breakfast day my breakfast starts at 11 ends at one and that is called brunch so <laughs> so yeah. that's as early as I could get but yeah I don't know that's yeah I'm like I'm down for it I'm for I appreciate it I appreciated Mitchell's perspective. I I think I wanted him a little bit low key to talk about how that date went or like that meetup that came out. But were y'all yawning? Were you tired? Right. Well, because I'm just like, well, what do you cook? Like, what do you eat? Like, is it mimosas? Like, what do you like? I'm just thinking about like the food, right? Like breakfast date. Like, what do you? Is it food? Is it coffee? Like, what Uh, what goes into it? You know? Okay. Because I was like, well, the food is the half first half of the brunch menu that's the breakfast but like I'm not gonna wake up at 8 a.m to go drink coffee though like I need to break my fast I need to eat I need nourishment yeah so even though I am a morning person I definitely I think even on the weekends so I met up with someone for coffee this past Saturday it was a Saturday Mm -hmm. and it was at 10 a.m that was a good time that was like a good like it's not too early. It's not too late. It also gives you, it's actually a good time because you're like, okay, this could go for an hour, which is a little bit pre-lunch or you go up to mm-hmm. 12 and it's like right at lunch. Right. And so that was, yeah, I, I don't know if I could do an 8am coffee, like weekdays we work weekends. That's just like, Ooh, well, no, but yeah. didn't you do the farmer's market? Remember that farmer's market date oh, you had? Right. You were, well, was and I guess, I guess was that? Was, that was, I was in your town. I was in your yes. town and I was da- I was dating a guy in your town and I was there for your birthday and we oh, had your right. brunch or lunch. I can't remember if it was explicitly. I think it was a brunch. I think it was a brunch. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, well, I got to squeeze in a date before your brunch because he had to work later that night, even though, ooh, spoiler, he didn't. And then we went out again, but we thought he had to work that night. So I, yes, girl, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. I, I forgot okay, about that too. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. I've done a breakfast but date. Your, but you're much more, but I think your breakfast date was also activity based, right? So it was like food, but activity. It wasn't sit down. Yeah. Hell so. yeah. You know, I can't do no sit downs. Even though <laughs> that was, that was not our first encounter, but sure, that sure. was before we had kissed. And so it was still, it was still like, So I think that's the thing about a breakfast date too. For me, I'm like a breakfast date is not going to cement the romantical vibes of this situation because I'm not going to be making out with you in the parking lot at breakfast. There are children trying (laughs) to like get their grapes and their organic bananas. Little Susie. Right. Like this is not a romantic setting. And so that's the only thing. But then we made out heavy, heavy that night at the movie theater. Like some damn teenagers. Maybe (laughs) breakfast is like dating foreplay or like a date foreplay in some Mm. ways, right? Like if it goes well, you It has a role. It has a role. Yes. We are, we're not discounting it as without a role, but we're maybe saying it's not you know, it's a minor role. It's a secondary. It's a supporting role. <laughs> supporting role. Supporting role. Anyway, yes. go go, MJ Rodriguez. We are so proud. And yes. all the other Black creatives doing yes. the damn thing. Yes. Okay. So speaking of days. Speaking but, of shouting. Speaking of, <laughs> 
speaking of shouting, speaking of foreplay and dates, I, so, oh my God. Something that happened this past week that is the reason, is the um, inspiration behind this week's topic is I had a long overdue dick appointment with my fudge buddy and bitch, it was great. And I was like, does he have a name? Are we giving him a name yet? Or is he? Oh, what should we, what should we? I'll get back to you on a name. Uh, okay. Let me think. I have to think about it. Um, but maybe I'll call him PA for now because he's from PA, which is funny because we're talking about Philly. But anyway, so. Um, oh, that guy. Yeah. The pilot. I've been she, oh, no, no. Not the one you're supposed to meet up in Philly? No. Oh. His okay. ass. No. Gotcha. Someone who I've actually fucked before and kind of like as an individual sort of. Um, this is the same, this is the same guy that when we were talking about is your fuck buddy your friend? And I was like, no, this is that guy, even though gotcha. maybe he is. Um, again, I didn't make him bring me food, but you know, whatever. That's just because I was hungry and he was slacking. Willing and able. Um, Willing and able, but yes, so we had a good little time the other day, and we lit. I was so annoyed with him as I usually am because he's a fuck boy. I'm mean, like, truly, and that's what makes him such a good fuck buddy. Like, I'm like, I was, I literally had to tell myself, I'm like, this is this is like the trade off here. Like, you get yeah. good team for like just a less than a less than like substantial guy. Anyway, um, but we hadn't seen each other in like a month, and because I was like, I literally hat braids put in and have them take it out and like, <laughs> <laughs> like you never even saw that i was like what the wow. fuck i was gonna whip my hair or do something but anyway um yeah it was just a good time he made up for lost time so i was very happy about that so in who so i thought we you know talk about sex baby on today's episode um one because we follow a couple of really cool uh sex therapists sex mm-hmm. experts and sex content, sexual, sex, I'm just saying sex a lot, sex educators and different content creators and stuff on our, um, on Courtney and Colors uh, Insta. And I, there's one I like in particular that I'll kind of use to frame our little activity. But I was like, yeah, like, let's just talk about like some of our good moments in the boudoir, in the um, Bentley, in the boulevard you know just wherever (laughs) we're getting it in um because yes sex is a part of dating and relationships and it can Mm -hmm. be big it can be small it can be whatever you need it to be but it's certainly a part of I would say many adults kind of experience Mm -hmm. and because I have found um from one of these experts columnists whomevers they had like a, a BDSM test I mentioned a couple weeks ago and we just didn't get a chance to get to it. And I was like, oh my gosh, we have to talk about this. So um, I'm excited to hear your results. I and just get into we'll get into all that. But okay. to warm us up, to do a little foreplay, I have a little game for us. <gasps> that's Ooh. yes. So you're gonna pick a number between one and 15, and I'm gonna okay. give you a word, and you can pick one for me too, since I already know what they're like I'm looking at all the numbers. Gotcha. So, um, and then you have to tell a story or a memory or what this word maybe makes you think of if you don't have this experience. So, okay. does that make sense? Okay. Yes. Okay. So, uh, for you, uh, sorry, for me, for you. <laughs> five. Okay. So this is all of these like words of the week are from the sensible sex expert, Dr. Okay. Wendasha. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, and she just had like, she just has really cool content. And I was like, I really want to use these. It's like a little flashcard. So anyway, okay. so number five is aftercare spelled aftercare. I mean, pronounced aftercare. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, verb, I think. Okay. So anyway, it originated in the BDSM community. Aftercare involves the care, treatment, and support of one's partners or partners uh, following a sexual encounter. This can include cuddling, talking, mm. bathing, and other activity. Aftercare. <laughs> aftercare. A-F-T-E-R-C-A-R-E. 
Good uh, job. We're also, yes, we're also just going to turn this into a spelling bee as well. <laughs> um, so I would say I've had pretty good experiences with aftercare, both mm-hmm. in like the hookup and in the dating and relationship sense. Um, because you've said, you said not too long ago that even with like your hookups, you would still yeah, do a little. Yeah. Play. Yeah. I would say, I, I would say like it, I would say even the, maybe where I didn't have good aftercare was like when actually the act like didn't happen, right? Like when we just realized we weren't compatible, like I talked about a couple episodes ago, but I would (laughs) say, I think my favorite type of aftercare is one that like just furthers the intimacy, uh, especially around like physical touch. So, or like physicality. So definitely like cuddling, spooning, showering. Like I really like that. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it truly is so dependent on your shower size, right? So well, bitch, and know, I was just... <laughs> yes, it was like, if you don't have a big shower, like, remember my old place, we had a bathtub, which was like, yes, so that just is and, dangerous. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm not a sex in the shower girl anyway, because of the danger. I'm like, terrified of dying naked in the shower by myself. And so then when you sure. add another person, I'm like, you're going to accidentally kill me. And I don't want <laughs> I, I will say my, my favorite type of like gay hookup memes, if that's a way is like, uh, that's, that's what to call it are the ones where like the content creators are just saying that like how after a hookup, they'll just get the towel thrown at them just to like clean themselves <laughs> up. And like how true care would be like, oh, like the person cleans you up, right? Yes. Like, yes. So experience both of those. <gasps> yeah. Oh Where I mean throwing a towel, like it was my house. It was my towel. Sure. Like, but you know, I was like, uh, I have to clean myself up. <laughs> oh, I'm a lady. Clean me. Um, and then yes, other times. And I do prefer <laughs> the latter where I do not have to do anything. Yes. Yes, uh, I like that. I I do I don't do you do you feel like you consciously think of aftercare like in each kind of encounter, generally speaking? I would say no. I mean, I guess like I even think about when I first started to like be sexually active. I think I was just like, oh, how is how does this end? Especially when mm. it's like a person you're not in a relationship with. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And so, yeah. Either, so I think for me, I like to semi be in control of the aftercare, if that makes sense. So <laughs> yes, I will say like, maybe like one, like one time I didn't get aftercare was I was like, mm, I'm just going to shower and just head out. Like, I'll see you later. Like I was very okay with that without oh, meeting. Yeah. Cause I just okay. wasn't I, afterwards. I was like, mm, this I don't, we don't need to prolong this. Like we did. (laughs) Let's get this over with. We came for what we needed. We came for what we needed to come for. And Mm -hmm. that we did. (laughs) Well, cause I'm trying to think, I definitely, I love a good cuddle, but I'm like, cuddle for me is pre-care, aftercare, during care. (laughs) Like touch me all the time. Yes, 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 yes. It's great. Um, But I feel like I will say as me and my fuck buddy have, been fucking for um maybe like nine months now which is like Mm -hmm. definitely the longest even though we have you know it's not been like you know consistent like we've had gaps and I'll stop if I'm dating somebody or whatever but like there he is always available when I need it um and I think our I think talking has been more of our aftercare like as we've Mm. gotten to know each other a little or like as we've gotten more comfortable with each other so okay I love it okay pick a number for me one through 15 not five okay uh eight okay let's see what number eight is (laughs) okay so uh Dr. Wendisha's word of this week was or really phrase was orgasm gap pronounced orgasm gap, um, which is a social phenomenon typically referring to the general disparity between cisgender straight men and cisgender straight women in terms of the unequal frequency in achieving orgasm during heterosexual encounters, AKA the pleasure gap. And so I love her little graphics here because there's, they're usually like um, silhouettes or whatever, but this one's more like a comic strip looking thing. And the lady is just like, that sex was literally disappointing. I wonder if I can ever, you know, do it right again or whatever. Um, But for me, I think I honestly do want to have the sensible sex expert on to talk about that and other things because I find it so interesting how 
unaware cis straight men are about that disparity between yeah. like the female and male orgasm. Cause I'm like, and, and cisgender women, and I would honestly say women in general, um, we do play a little bit of a role in it because we do fake orgasms and I'm so guilty of it. <gasps> I was, I know. Oh, look, ah! guess, I know. Guess, guess, guess. <laughs> but I was reading further on that because I, I hadn't actually heard of that. Like I hadn't heard it termed that way. Um, and one of something that she was saying kind of along with that was just that like women are like that happens for different reasons one of which is that like women are trained to be pleasure givers like when we talk when we even think about sex it's not really about us demanding and requiring our own pleasure and so even for me being the amazing hot sexy thick luscious piece of chocolate that you see here today like it's still a little challenge it's, it still feels unnatural to like demand kind of that my pleasure be met or served sure. and sometimes I don't even know kind of maybe what that even means for me which I think that's just the general human thing it's like I don't really know what I'm into mm-hmm. until I try something and then I realize oh I'm not into it yeah um and so that was like yes. one of the, I remember that was one of the questions on the test like if you are something um, to the effect of like if you're willing to try something even once if you don't like it something oh like yes that. yes 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 and I I said yes to that because I was like yeah like I'm willing to try things because I think I one did not have an older sibling or yeah. a parent or a, any older figure who told me about sex right and I'm just like I literally I'm just like waiting for someone's teenage daughter to like I don't know why, but to come up to me and be like, okay, so sex, what's the deal? And I like sit down, let's have some tea, sis, like, right. let, but also let's go get some birth control. Like, mean- yeah. And I'm like, I just, cause I wish someone could have done that for me. And I wasn't even sexually active as a teenager. Like, and this is maybe TMI. Like, I feel like, and, and I see this like a lot on TikTok and Insta. And like, once mm-hmm. women really start talking about sex, like in kind of more female dominated spaces or groups or what have you, we're like, okay, look. Honestly, I can make myself orgasm easier and quicker than he can. And it's so true. <laughs> so hashtag solo are, sex, y'all. Don't forget about it. I mean, there's many species in the world, right? Where you don't need like the sperm to go with the egg, right? You don't need another person to procreate. You can do it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's, I mean, that's basically now the truth for humans as well. Um, and I think it makes me think about Bridgerton <laughs> when, when homeboy was like, have you ever touched yourself? And she's like, touched myself? What? <laughs> oh, so, he's, he got an Emmy nod too. Jean. Oh, did he? Something, something French. Yeah. But anyway, so I was like, okay, I'm glad that, you know, uh, the solo sex, I feel like that conversation, and I, again, that's a term that I only recently, like, learned, or, I mean, obviously, like, masturbation, but, like, the solo sex kind of encompasses, I think, a little bit more than that, and I'm like, yes, like, we can do these things in our on our own, and I think the more I do it on my own, the better I can articulate what I need yeah. from a partner, and so I really honestly do try to use it as practice. I will say this, I have had plenty asterisk of good sex that did not end with me having an orgasm like I don't always I don't say I don't always need to come but I don't always need to have an explosive orgasm which I don't even know (laughs) because I was I'm like thank god for like women and gender studies like programs and people and stuff like that I was at a um some seminar whatever like uh to be in college um when I was in grad school and it was so eye-opening for this lady to be like, every orgasm isn't like, ah, ah, you know, like it's not like. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Thank you, thank you. It was you. the, the ah, ah, like you just did a. <laughs> like, you know, you gotta take it to different levels, right? Um, but it was so helpful for her to like explain that like not every female orgasm happens that way or looks that way or sounds that way. She's like, you know, there's like different ways and sometimes that's very porn smaller. driven, right? Like that's very porn driven. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And and I I think if I could say one thing for any cis straight male listeners or male identified listeners, if you could stop asking people how many times they came, because you're assuming that you made them come, and it gets really awkward. I'm like, do you want me to tell you zero? <laughs> like, which I I've, I've done it once. Like I've said it once. And I was like, but I had a good time. I, I, I had a good <laughs> the quali- time. The, 
qualifier, but I had a Yes. <laughs> we'll do like one more. Okay, what okay. number? One through 15 uh, minus eight and five. 15. Okay, let's see, let's see, let's see. Ooh, okay. 15 from the sensible uh, sensible sex expert, Dr. Wendisha's word of the week is outer course, pronounced outer course. Um, this is a sexual activity that usually does not include sexual penetration. It can include rubbing, groping, kissing, mutual masturbation, talking about sexual fantasies and similar activities. So outer course, tell us what that means to you. Outer course. O-U-T-E-R-C-O-U-R-S-E. Good job. Outer yes. course. Um, sometimes I like it the most, I will say. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's so interesting. I definitely, society, what's it called? Society writ large, society at large, I think mm-hmm. teaches that like sex is only pen- penetrative. Yep. that there's penetrations in sex right that's like the only thing that can happen and Mm -hmm. that's like not the case at all right like we just talked about um uh aftercare aftercare and outer care or outer care aftercare and um outer course so yes yeah I would say that's one of my favorite that's one of my favorite things uh, I think yeah. it took me a really long time to get comfortable with like actual penetrative intercourse oh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. just because of like not knowing one's body and you're like oh my god is this gonna hurt like what what yeah like, it's just it's just so much um and so yeah I mean that's one of my favorite that's some of my favorite. That's where I spend a lot of time in. I'll just, I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. no, that makes, well, and um, there's, like I said, there were like 15 options and we won't go through all of them, but we, we can return to this. This is fun. Um, but one of them was talking about like this uh, myth or like just misconsumption, misconsumption, misassumption. Misconception? Thank you. I was like, that's not right. This myth and misconception that sex has to be like, hours like like intercourse itself has so long and it's like oh no honey let me tell you about the like inner workings of like a vaginal like I don't need it to be rubbed on for hours that is (laughs) uncomfortable it gets uncomfortable and at some point it's just like it's a rug burn inside of my body it's that right and we don't you, have to do a you marathon. Mean, you mean you don't take it for hours and hours on end I don't but I will say Similar to you, I, I, I know I've had sexual encounters that have been hours. Mm. I don't know why I've never said, I've never watched the clocks. I don't know, but, but I've definitely had longer encounters, but to your point, there were, I would say probably mostly outer course ending mm. with the intercourse or maybe right. the aftercare. Ooh, all the words. Um, because yeah, I, I say this all the time. Like, I love making out. I love, love, love making out. Yes. And that, I love that. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, that is why this current fuck buddy is just like able to stick around. I'm like, mm, 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 mm. like he's able like to his, do both well. He's able to do a lot of things well. I mean, truly, I feel like his entire skill set is in the boudoir. I'm like, I don't think, yeah. I don't know what I else always, he's doing in life, but. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say, like, that's the type of thing where, like, you have a skill, you should be like, are you, have you ever considered porn like you know do you have like an only like because i'm like that's a skill that's truly a skill like um he should teach others some of the things that he can do and like would you say he's the best you've ever had Ooh, i don't think i would ever give that to a fuck buddy no no because i'm like has ever had even the right way to talk about it i don't even know is he like a top three sexual partner you've had I definitely think he's near the top because honestly, shit, my relationship with my fuck buddy has been longer than a lot of my relationships, like dating relationships. Um, But the only reason why I wouldn't ever say that he's like the best I ever had is because like, I think sex is better when there is like a heightened level of intimacy, Mm. which I only get with people I'm really like into emotionally spiritually. But he's he's good at what he does. He's good at the cunnilingus. Um, I will say he's probably the best at that for sure. I'm like, ooh, you could like, and that's what I'm saying. He could teach the other guys because sometimes I act like they're super afraid of the vagina. And I'm like, you wonder why 
you've not ever really given someone an orgasm. So I remember one guy was like, oh, is there like, is there like something wrong with you? Yes, the answer is you and your ability <laughs> to make right. me come. And but I, I think guys, because again, they've been in encounters so often where people are faking it because we're so concerned about the fragile male ego mm-hmm. during sex that we, you know, anyway. Um, but yes, he is he is good at the FaceTime. <laughs> um, and I will keep him around because I was like, ooh, I was like, um. So when are you coming back? <laughs> I mean, that's valid. Bitch, I was like, oh, you, okay, you were, you did some things. Because, and it was, um, maybe it was like also me realizing that because the person that I had sex with before him or like the last person I had sex with, not him, was very, I won't say anti, but like very like skim on the whole foreplay. He was like, you know, do a little touch here. Do a little touch. All right, you ready? What? And I and I accidentally said yes because I thought he was saying, right, "Am I ready for more floor play?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I know. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> like, that's not what I was ready for. So yeah, he. I'm like, no, this is very much about you, and yeah. I appreciate being with someone who can remember that this is like a live human that they're having sex with. So. Well, and it's a mutual. It should be like a. It's weird to say mutually beneficial, but like no, should it should be. Needs. Yeah, or at least me needs. beneficial. <laughs> yes, true to no, true to Leo form, but yes. like right that, that everyone should, you know, get something get get something slash what they want out of it. Yes, because I think I think sex a lot of times can be very one-sided like it's mm-hmm. one person who and maybe that and that kind of transitions us into this whole topic of bdsm insert you know chains and whips excite me which i'm like you know that statement alone can be <laughs> very problematic. but i'm like oh rihanna it is just i was like oh that is what she was talking about she was talking about BDSM. yes <laughs> got S-S-S-M. it S M M M M. Oh, that's literally what she's also saying. Okay. Yeah, the song's called S and M. Oh, she just took the B out. The B and the D out. Oh, S and M. Okay. You know, the more you learn, the more you know. Recording cutie, we are learning. (laughs) We are learning all the things. (laughs) Sorry, here in courting color, we are learning all the things. Yes, I didn't even catch that. Join us next week for the second part of the discussion. And as always, keep it cute and court with confidence. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, Courting Cuties. Thanks for listening to another episode of Courting in Color. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Court in Color. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-C-O-L-O-R. Or head on over to our website at courtingincolor.com. That's courtingincolor.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Court dismissed. Bye. Bye.